Zach and Lindsay here with you. We are now joined in studio by Auburn City Manager Megan McGowan Crouch. Did you sleep last night? Of course I did. It was an early night compared to February 16th, so, you know, we, we got out almost an hour earlier. Uh, okay. Well, Our yeah. record is still 11.33 p.m., Okay. Uh, 75 feet in height in the right. March or May of 2018, right. whichever it was. Right. So that, that that will live in Auburn history for, for forever. Uh, I would prefer to not repeat it, but yeah. if that's what we need to do to, to make sure all citizens are heard and the council deliberates, that's what we need to do. We're going to cool. rally like 50 random citizens on a random topic to show up on a random Tuesday so that we can break that record. Like yeah. that's the only reason we're Talking about there. like a liquor license or something like that. So yeah. like yeah. Filibuster for five minutes apiece. Fil- right. Filibuster. Yeah. yeah. Just that's to, what we're here. Public yeah. services for you. Yeah. If y'all ever have like a meeting on April 1st or something, we need to totally do that. That'd be yeah. great. That'd be great. No, that would not be great. No. Uh, all right, Megan, if you would take us through uh, take us through last night's meeting. Uh, committee of the Whole started at 655. Anything, yeah, Committee uh, of the Whole, we just had an appointment to the East Alabama Mental Health Center Board of directors. Uh, Sheila Holmes was appointed. We had a few applicants interested in that, and we appreciate that. The Auburn Public Library Board, uh, Bonnie, Bonnie McEwen, and she is uh, had only served a partial term, and, and she was re-upped to serve a full term. And then the West Pace Village Improvement District Board of Directors, Barry Jones. Uh, we talked a little bit during that meeting. Some people noticed a format change, and City Council, there's a way that we have to deal with ordinances where we have to do something called unanimous consent, which really means, and to not confuse everybody, the City Council has to agree to hear an ordinance the first time it comes up uh, by state law. And if they do that, they can act on it that night. Otherwise, it automatically bumps to the next meeting. So we made a procedural change that sped up. We had uh, six different stop signs and speed limit signs to deal with and a number of other ordinances and that allows the council to move through business a little more quickly when we got to the public hearing items uh, we handled those slightly a different way to not confuse the public and that's what we did so we talked about that and then we also talked about one other minor amendment that uh, some cleanup items were needed for short-term rentals just some other things minor things we noticed in the zoning ordinance and I asked the council to consider uh, moving those amendments forward last night uh, they had opted they just didn't want to confuse everyone, and they didn't move them forward, so we'll still be back with a, a minor tweak or two, and it's really just clean-up language, nothing of substantive change that would change how, how we would view the ordinance to date. Sure, absolutely. We're joined this morning by Megan McGowan, Crouch Auburn City Manager, recapping last night's meeting. All right, so a uh, meeting started at 7 o'clock last night. Take us through the first few items of that, if you would. I think a, a few key things. Um, we're glad that Donghee, Alabama is still investing in Auburn, and they were mm-hmm. a little delayed, but the tax abatement due to COVID, and they're still implementing a long-term investment plan. So we authorized a tax abatement extension last night, and then we're excited that uh, Ithaca Hospitality Partners, also known as the Hotel at Auburn University, is, is the new vendor at the Goose Performing Arts Center, and so we authorize um, specialty retail alcohol license there. And then we'd also like to welcome Rob's Ribs to Auburn, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. a, a much-discussed, um, also known as Butcher Paper Barbecue in Opelika, but Rob's Ribs in Auburn coming to the former Mike and Ed space on North College. And we're very excited to welcome them to Auburn. Uh, the, the owners of Rob's Ribs have been very diligent in what they've been working on, and, and we're excited to have them here. And I think our citizens will most be looking forward to not only having them in Auburn, but the fact that they're going to be offering quite a robust breakfast, which is very popular in Auburn. And um, from an economic development perspective, we're always excited about all the places that come in and want to do breakfast because there's sure. high demand, including weekdays for breakfast. So we're excited about that. Um, the next is we 
authorize an application for an additional $750,000 in state funding, state block grant funding, and some COVID emergency funding. We're mainly using that to fund a bunch of items at the food bank. $413,000 of that is going to the food bank for equipment and some additional meals, and we're doing utility assistance, rental assistance, and a, and a few other things. That's a great program, and we're grateful that we're able to help because that's almost double the block grant money we normally get. Uh, and then I think kind of appropriate for today, we authorize an emergency management plan, and it's really Auburn just joining in with multiple folks in the region uh, on an emergency management plan, and it covers everything, not just severe weather, but it covers floods, it covers earthquakes, which I know are rare in Alabama, but all of those things and it would allow us to get FEMA dollars if necessary. So we appreciate the Lee County Emergency Management Agency sitting in on the very early parts of our council meeting last night. Sure, absolutely. Megan McGowan-Crouch, Auburn City Manager, joining us this morning. We continue our conversation next. Auburn City Manager Megan McGowan-Crouch joining us this morning, recapping last night's city council meeting. Very, very long city council meeting. It was a long city council meeting, but we're up for the challenge. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, All right, before we get into uh, short-term rentals, what else was discussed last night that we need to get to? So the city council authorized a $500,000 loan through what we call our Community Development Block Grant Section 108 loan program um, to the Auburn Housing Authority to help facilitate the redevelopment of the Ridgecrest property, which is a housing authority property on North Donahue. You can see it fairly uh, prominently placed. It's between Drake and Trig Jordan Parkway. We're appreciative the Housing Authority is going to ultimately um, rebuild 106 units out there, but their initial project will be for 62 units. Um, and this is a low-income housing tax credit deal that also needs some help from the state. And if all that, that goes, we're going to see a major redevelopment of townhouse-style units. These are for very low- to low-income residents who will have something that looks very much like a market-rate product, not like a Housing Authority product. Uh, to live in. Anybody currently living there will not be displaced. There are programs in place where if they have to be relocated, it'll be paid for by the housing authority and then they would be relocated back. So there's lots of provisions, but it's a great project and we're grateful to the housing authority um, who is continuing to work to deliver quality products for our lower income residents. And this is something that Mayor Andrews, when he came on yesterday to preview the meeting, he was very excited about this. I mean, you talk about improving the quality of life for 60-something families. That's a big deal. It is a big deal. And the Housing Authority, they uh, the, the complex that is on Highway 14 Martin Luther King Dr- Drive is also a Housing Authority. It's known as Moton. And Moton was renovated and not that many years ago with this. And so but that wasn't a full teardown. That was just a lowering in density and kind of gutting some of the units. This is a full teardown to replace mm-hmm. units, and it will look like any market rate product. And that's part of our goal is to have affordable housing, uh, same as everybody else. And Housing Authority is doing a wonderful job, and they're a great partner of ours. And not always in communities do cities and housing authorities hold hands. In this one we do. We're big on partnering and we appreciate the executive director, Sharon Tolbert, um, and the entire Housing Authority Board for what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Anything else before we get into the uh, the big topic? Well, of the I, I think a few things people get confused. I know not a lot of people read our agendas, but if you do, it's important to know that uh, there were some tax-related items on the agenda last night. And that's just, it's, it's authorizing the Lee County Revenue Commissioner to assess city property taxes, and I I can't be firmer on this. There's no new taxes. There was no tax increase. This is an annual renewal of those taxes, uh, and it's really just an annual renewal asking her to go ahead and assess properties. So you see anything about that? 
uh, 54 mills are the same same mills you, you've been charged and you continue to be charged at this juncture um, but sometimes that confuses people other than that we had a what we call a multi-unit development it's a 14 new housing units approved on East Veterans Boulevard and so that would be on the east side of College Street down near the interstate and then we had a delay uh, just a postponement of a four townhome development over off of Martin Avenue and then finally the housing authority project we already talked about they needed some conditional use approvals which were granted cool all right let's jump into it so short-term rentals, short-term uh, rentals. Were, were, were brought up last night and uh, seemingly it seems like that's uh, that's pretty much behind us now but uh, what discussions were had last night and then how did we get to that point so we had a number of citizens comment last night, you know, raising various uh, issues or points and a robust discussion by the council. Ultimately, uh, Mary Anders proposed an amendment to return homestays to the recommendation planning commission made, which means that homestays would not be allowed in neighborhood conservation zones and limited development district zones in development district housing zones and large lot residential zones as well as neighborhood redevelopment west of Donahue and corridor redevelopment west west of Donahue not allowed and those track with the Northwest Auburn plan um, those had been uh, changed to be permissive uh, February 16th and now it's prohibited in, in those zones that I mentioned and then homestays uh, is a where you own your home and you're choosing to rent it uh, and it's your permanent residence so that was the only change that was made last night to the ordinance that was recently advertised so we will begin an implementation phase the way this works legally is that we must by law publish an ordinance for it to be effective that law will that ordinance will be published next Thursday in the Auburn Villager but I need to caution everyone it is not an overnight flip the switch um, you know there may be up to 300 of these going on about half of which could be licensed and about half of which could not be licensed okay. uh, the, the city's not going to show up at people's doors at six o'clock in the morning and 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 start enforcing this we actually have to amend our business license ordinance in the next 30 days so the council will see that in April to add licensing for short-term rentals and we have um, in fairness to people who are doing this they need a little bit of time uh, to be notified and so on and it'll take us a while to ramp up so we'll start sending letters in the next 30 days telling people hey we think you're doing this or we know you're doing this you're eligible to get a license please come in and get a license this is how this works or you're not eligible to be doing this and you need to stop doing it and we're gonna be um, friendly reminder oriented for the first 90 days of this ordinance and then we're going to get a lot firmer about our enforcement of this I also need to to be clear with everyone this is not a simple enforcement um, situation and we are not going to be out 24 hours a day looking for short-term rentals we have a number of databases we utilize their citizens have complained about a number of these and we will be looking into those over time but I need people to be patient with me I have to hire two additional people just to just to work on short-term rentals one additional inspector really? and one finance person to deal with the business license side yeah this is a massive undertaking for our staff and then we will be supplementing that time with other people will work overtime as we begin to ins inspect and inspect only means if we have a complaint or think you're doing it and you're not licensed we have to go out and document in order to cite people it's a long process sure absolutely 
So is there any any communication between the city and VRBO or Airbnb as far as like, hey, these addresses can't be listed? Is there anything that looks like that? Yeah, I will check with our legal counsel. We do have an agreement with Airbnb there. They have long been, uh, and this started several years ago, remitting taxes to the city um, that they collect for Airbnb properties in Auburn, but we have no idea what properties those are. They don't report that to us. They only give us a lump sum tax payment. Okay. Uh, and so while they'll be keenly aware, and it wouldn't surprise me if I had messages from a number of corporate entities when I get back to the office today that we're now implementing a, an ordinance. This is something we'll work through day by day, but they have the right to list it. It just means the property owners don't have the right to rent it if they're in certain zones. Now, when we collect those taxes from an Airbnb, are we getting the same taxes, like the same tax rate that we would get from a stay in a hotel, or do we yes. lose money on that? No, that's a lodging tax remittance, so it is it is the same. Okay. Uh, I think that the challenge is some people had a notion um, from the city's perspective, and at least from the city manager's perspective, that we were doing this for a revenue, um, some sort of revenue bump. I think it's important to note the hotels pay lodging tax, they must buy law, and actually technically even if you're doing this and didn't have a city business license, you were supposed to be paying lodging tax. That's a state law issue, but not one. It's the city's responsibility to enforce. What is the easiest way if somebody is you know, a citizen of Auburn and they want to rent out their house or a room or something, And what's the best way for them to check to see if they can based on the neighborhood they live in? So we are putting back up, we're in the process of doing this on our short-term rental site, an interactive map. Um, we have that for unrelated occupancy, so when you rent long-term, that lets you know if you can have two or up to two or up to five unrelated. Same with short-term rentals. Maps are very similar, so we we are in the process. We already had that built of putting that back up on our website today, and that would be the easiest way. But we're going to get hotline numbers and other things out to help people. Sorry to keep asking all these questions about this. Um, if we were, say hypothetically, we had family coming in town for a football game in October, mm -hmm. and it turns out that the, ad, the the home they've already booked through Airbnb or VRBO or mm -hmm. whoever is not eligible for a short-term rental, mm -hmm. what's the process there? Is that something the property owner has to has to cancel that reservation, or how does that work? Theoretically, yes, that's on the property owner. I, you know, I do think we all have visitors coming to Auburn, and you know, the intent isn't to show up at at 3 a.m. and throw them out of their Airbnb either. Right. But we will be working directly with the property owners um, to to make sure that they are clear that it is not lawful. And that's one of the reasons why this ordinance is being adopted now. Is there still time prior to football season? Um, to let people know. But I fully expect we're going to have issues during the football season. That's normal, and we mm -hmm. will do our best to enforce it within the confines of the law. Right. And as far as as far as this policy now being in place after, after you know, it's been advertised and, and all of that, is this, is this done, or can this be brought up again at any time? It can be brought up again. Um, I don't expect the council to ask to just revisit this specifically, but as we get into this, I fully expect we're going to have to make minor changes um, along the way. But I don't, I don't know. I don't expect it to come up anytime soon. But you know, that's at the pleasure of the council. They make policy. Staff's job is to implement it. So if one of, a member of the council wants to bring it up, they could bring it back up at a committee of the whole and then a following meeting. Um, have it back on the agenda to discuss, but I'm not expecting that at this juncture. 
You mentioned uh, the, the extra people that you have to bring on staff now to, to implement all of this. Is that budgeted? Is that kind of set aside for different things? What, what does that look like? No, that wasn't budgeted. We'll make an adjustment at the mid-biennium uh, budget process. I mean, I would have to hire them sooner, but the, the council would ratify my decision to do that Sure. in the middle of the summer. It's something I've been clear with the council on that we would need to hire one to two people. I was taking a harder look at it. Um, we're, we're just going to hire two people. Um, this also isn't an issue. A lot of people have been concerned about uh, they didn't want to take time away from our public safety folks, our, our police personnel yeah. to enforce short-term rentals. They will not be involved in the day-in, day-out enforcement. They would be involved in the noise complaint. Right. When you call, and, and I've also read a lot of public comments. There's been a lot of concerns. Well, music from XYZ apartment complex is driving me crazy, or these people are always having parties. Um, I, I, we don't have city staff members that drive around town 24 hours a day listening for noise issues or whatever. But what I can say is if you have a problem, please call the non-emergency number 501-3100. Police follow up on every noise complaint. We document it. I get a report on it. Sure. Public safety director does, and we look into those. So uh, the best way to get action on it is to report it. If you don't report it, we often don't know about it. Right. Thank you so much for your time, as always. Thank you for letting us uh, ask you a ton of questions about this. I know you're tired of talking about it. <laughs> I'm happy to do it. That's my job. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. We will, uh, we'll talk again in two weeks. Sounds good. That is Auburn City Manager Megan McGowan-Crouch joining us this morning. Good show? Good show. Let's do it again tomorrow. I think we should. I think we should. We'll be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Have a fantastic day, everyone, and get back to work.